0: everybody. Welcome to Monday Mindset. I am Erin Hart. I am a registered nurse health coach, and I empower women to get off of the dieting roller coaster and to lose weight for the last time with a sugar and flour free lifestyle. Uh, This is uh, the time each week where I like to share just little insights that I've had throughout the week to hopefully inspire you and to help you to develop that, to master your mindset, because as we know, Weight loss is a mental game. So the thought that I have for you today is just that failure isn't final. <laughs> and the reason I'm sharing this vlog is because the past few weeks I've been struggling with uh I don't know, with life in general, with being a mom, with work, you know, with all the all the things with my program though is what has uh, where it has shown up for me so as someone who experiences food addiction a lot of times when i do start to struggle in life the canary in the coal mine is my food and so that sometimes i i notice that there's something going on with me emotionally or i can tell that i need more support when i start to struggle with my food um i've had so um if for those of you who don't know my story, back in 2020 I was 284 pounds. Uh, when I adopted a sugar and flour-free lifestyle, I lost 125 pounds and I've kept it off for a couple of years. And it and from the outside it can seem like, oh, like, you know, it's easy for her. Uh, you know, there she never struggles. But I I want to be very clear and vulnerable and just help you to see my struggle sometimes that um, a third of the time it feels really easy and effortless, a third of the time I just feel okay, but a third of the time it still feels hard for me too. And even in maintenance, um, you know, it takes effort to maintain and to uh, commit to this identity and this lifestyle. Um, so uh, yesterday I was watching a, oh, well, let me just first say, The past week or a couple of weeks, I've been struggling with my quantities and I've been, um, you know, I've just been feeling unmotivated and generally I've been feeling kind of worn out. Um, I've been sick just with a cold, you know, and but you know how it is when you're a mom and you're sick with a cold and the kids, you're trying to rest and then the kids are jumping all over you and asking you to make them lunch and stuff like that. So it's just I've been feeling kind of um, at my, you know, at my wit's end a little bit and just tired, I guess. Right. So um, and, and that's been showing up in my food. Um, so uh, I wish I was a model of perfection <laughs> for all of you of how to perfectly, um, ex- you know, do a a sugar and flour free lifestyle but uh, unfortunately my struggle it just uh, gives me a lot of empathy and um, I don't have a I haven't had a straight line to success I I sometimes my program is like a bumpy road and so just wanted to share with you that um, I do have a lot of empathy for those of you that experience food addiction and um, and I think it's a good opportunity in this video to just help you to see how I m- can model uh, constant course correction and how I model compassionate curiosity and a mindset of unstoppability. Those are the things that I are the most important things I've learned in the past three years. Um, since I started the sugar and flour free lifestyle is to just not beat myself up when I mess up and, um, that failure isn't final, you know, you fall down seven times, you get up eight, you just keep going, you keep trying and you just be kind to yourself in the process. And for me, that has been the biggest, uh, epiphany, I guess you would call it. since starting this this way of life, the uh, the biggest paradigm shift that I've experienced is how to overcome the all-or-nothing mentality and just even when I mess up, even when I struggle, I can still focus on that life I want and who I want to be, and recognize that a setback um, does not mean that all is lost. Right, so. <clears throat> So, I hope that by me sharing the messy middle with you and that I have been struggling with my quantities lately, I've even had some moments that I've binged in the last couple of weeks, um, I hope that it just helps you to feel safe to also share your experience. This is a shame and guilt-free zone. And part of develop- developing a winning strategy is to learn from your mistakes. And also to learn from the mistakes of others, but we can't learn from the mistakes of others and avoid and avoid the mistakes that they've made unless they share those mistakes openly. So, um, so I hope that as you are developing your winning strategy, you can learn from my mistakes, and um, and also feel safe in sharing your struggle. Uh, this last weekend, I was or last night, I was watching a show on Amazon Prime, it's called A Million Miles Away. And it is such an inspiring movie, it really, uh, it really just touched me a lot. Um, It's a story about Jose Hernandez, it's a true story. Um, He was a migrant farm worker, so his family immigrated, I think from Mexico maybe, I'm not exactly sure but immigrated to the United States and they were migrant farm workers, so they picked foods on the farms. And when he was a young boy, he would go to work, you know, at four, he would wake up at 4 a.m. to go work in the fields before he even went to school. So just this beautiful, hardworking family. And what's really inspiring about this man is that, um, you know, 30 years later, uh, he became an astronaut. And, um, oh, I'm going to cry in this again, but so Jose Hernandez, he, his path was not easy, but he, you know, he saw the moon landing and he just had the vision of, uh, of becoming an astronaut. He was incredibly bright and hardworking and he he knew what he wanted. So, but at the time it felt so it, his dream felt really impossible, but he had a teacher that believed in him. And, um, and what I love about him is just his failure tolerance uh, that, you know, he became an engineer. He overcame like so many obstacles, uh, for a migrant farm worker just an incredible person and so he started applying every year to nasa and he after six rejections um you know his wife found the all of his applications and and so they got to talking okay like well what if this is something that you really want um what do people who are astronauts what do they have that you don't have (laughs) and so even though he had failed six times up to this point he um he what he did was reverse engineer his goal he looked at at what successful people do and he reverse engineered that and that's how he created his strategy for how he would how he would prepare himself to become that person. Um, so every year he became a better candidate. He got his pilot's license. He got scuba certified in tons of hours um, in the water. He learned Russian. He started running and he ran a marathon. He became an athlete and all of this while he had five kids at home. And so like such an inspiring person and just his perseverance of not giving up but he failed again and again and again and he um he failed 11 times <laughs> with his he got rejected um 11 times to NASA and so the last time he went in person and he just turned in his application and uh and it anyway it was just so inspiring how <laughs> he Uh, He just had such failure tolerance like he would just um, he recognized that failure isn't final and um, and he went on to become an astronaut. It's such an inspiring and incredible story. Sorry if it's a spoiler alert, but please watch the movie. It's really inspiring. And what I really just loved about that and about that is that sometimes. Success is a bumpy road, Uh, you know, when you're when you have a goal of achieving your a healthy goal body after struggling with food addiction, uh, you know, just know that it like failure is not final. And even on the path, sometimes the path is bumpy. You make mistakes. I know that I have made so many mistakes on my journey. And. Uh, but I'm so grateful for all of those mistakes because it's helped me to, to learn and adjust my strategy going forward. Um, so even this week when I've been sick, when I've been worn out and totally unmotivated, I've had like some weight creep because of exceptions with my quantities and, um, and you know, it, it feels like a failure, which... But to me, like failure um, is my friend. (laughs) I have learned in the last three years that failure is my friend. That um, our mistakes are just steps toward success. Um, So if we can learn from our mistakes, if we can uh, be kind to ourselves, if we can have compassionate curiosity, and just continue to move forward even when we don't feel like it even when we want to give up even when um we're discouraged you know that is how we can achieve success in this lifestyle Um, we all have our comfort zone and and anytime you want to take your life to the next level we kind of have a set point that we try to, that our brains try to take us back to. It's like a thermostat that we're 68 degrees. And if we want to become, you know, take our lives to 78 degrees or 90 degrees, the air conditioner turns on and then we can start to self-sabotage or we can, you know, and, and it can, it can feel like an uphill battle, but, um, but really, to take our lives to the next level, we have to, we can't do it alone. We we have to up-level our mindset and up-level our way of thinking, but we also have to up-level our support system. So as I've been reflecting on the past few weeks where I've been struggling with my program, with my quantities, um, you know, I've been kind of taking a look at how can I optimize my support system? <laughs> Because some of those things that I've been doing to support my system, my support myself, have kind of gone out the window, um, and so it's been an opportunity for me to look at ways that I can delete, delay, <laughs> delegate, and disappoint in my life, uh, to open up space for self care. I have reached out, um, so I hope that like what I want to do is just kind of show you what I am doing right now uh to course correct and how that looks for me um, this is not the first time i've course corrected i have course corrected so many times i've become kind of a master at course correcting um, so some of the things that i do uh, and that i am doing is just like praying for help reaching out to my higher power asking for strength above my own um, i force myself to connect tendency as most of us do to isolate when we start to struggle. Um, So forcing myself to do the opposite of that and to connect more, especially when I don't feel like it um, because no one can get out of a rut alone. Um, So some of the people I have reached out to are my coach, which during this whole process, I've been very open with her of where I am and when I binged or when I have struggled that I've reached out and been open about that and honest with her throughout the whole thing, but I'm also looking for ways how I can further um optimize my support system. And so I've reached back out to my mastermind group um to try to get some 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 things scheduled there where we can start to meet again. I um have reached out to my therapist who I who I have through my the, the hospital that I work at. So that's always so helpful um, to kind of help me to do the inner work because I recognize that a lot of times when I'm having a struggle with my food, it's really just like an emotional struggle that's <laughs> showing up um, with old coping mechanisms. So I scheduled an appointment with her to do some inner work, right? Um, I've been filling out the compassionate curiosity exercise. So when I do go off track, um, I just find it so helpful to fill out that worksheet, to do some self-reflection, like what happened, what were some of the thoughts I was having, what um, were the emotions that I was feeling, uh, and what is it that I really want and really need? How can I... <clears throat> Uh, Meet those emotional needs without food next time and what can I learn from this experience? So that next time I make a different choice Um, And so all of the tools that are in the mindset mastery (laughs) workbook. They're really just tools that I use um, and that I create and that um, I learned about and I have created and adapted um, Because there are tools that I need, and that I use. And in fact, when I was filling out the compassionate curiosity exercises this week, um, it just reminded me that I need a little bit more help sometimes to put my feelings into words. And so that's why this week, one of the new tools I made you is uh, the, the emotions wheel. So you can be able to give a name to the feeling that you're feeling. And so you know, all of these tools that I create is because I am using them and I need them. And so, um, and I just hope that they can be helpful for you too. Um, uh, but anyway, that's kind of where that one came up because I, I couldn't think of the names of like, or I couldn't really, you know, when you feel a big emotion that you don't know how to express it in words. And so I created that (laughs) to help me. And, um, so I hope it will also help you. Uh, yeah, so, you know, just being open, telling my family how I'm feeling and, um, and yeah, just remembering that every day is a new day. So sometimes, so I try not to ever miss twice in a row, uh, but sometimes I do, um, but just recommitting every day. (laughs) It's like leaving the past in the past, having a forward focus and um just recognizing that winter never lasts forever like the hard times they always pass um so you just do your best to get through them and and one of the things that i've that's helped me a lot to get through it is just sticking with my automated habits the habits that really don't take a lot of willpower from me anymore like every every night i automatically go to plan and prep my food for the next day um, grocery shopping is automatic for me, so that's really helped me uh, to have those habits to carry me through. Uh, even if I haven't been perfect, I can still continue like the habits that I've been trying to automate. Um, and But sometimes I also just have to go back to the basics and uh, focus on the most important foundational habits, which are sticking to my meal plan, um, connecting with my support person and planning and prepping my food. So um, anyway, that's kind of how I've been course correcting this time around. And I hope that in sharing that it can give you some ideas if you are in need of course correction or in the future, if you ever start to struggle that you can know that um, course correction, it takes Practice. (laughs) And I have definitely had a lot of practice and, and I feel like I've kind of become a master at it. And, and the key to me is just being open and honest and connecting, um, you know, increasing my support. Um, so I hope that this is helpful for you. And just knowing that it's really all about progress and not perfection. Even when we have setbacks, it doesn't mean that all is lost. You just learn from it. Seek the lesson um, and be kind to yourself. Don't beat yourself up when you mess up. Just have that mindset of unstoppability and keep trying. Uh, You know, we get stronger. (laughs) Our, 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 uh, Our mistakes are really just opportunities for growth. And um, and I hope that as I share this, that you can feel comfortable also sharing your experiences, that you can reach out when you start to struggle. This is a shame and guilt-free community. And um, anyway, I just hope that you feel my love for you. And while I do wish I was perfect, um, I think that I am, well, I'm just really grateful for the empathy that my struggles have given me for those of you who also struggle, and um, sending you all my love. And I'll see you next week.